Hi, my name is Regan Skye, and you're listening to the Teen Talks Politics Podcast. I'm really nervous about making this podcast because I'm only 14 years old and, you know, making a podcast is really putting yourself out there and especially a political one. It's just putting your personal opinions and beliefs out there. And, you know, as a young person, people might use that against me later, but I'm actually really excited for this because I really want to find more ways to use my, my voice as like a young person who has very strong opinions and very strong worldviews. Today's episode, my main focus is going to be how exactly oppressive systems created and create the need for civil rights action in the United States. Did you know that one of the main oppressive systems in the United States is the patriarchy? And as most people think, it doesn't just affect gender equality, it also affects LGBTQ plus equality. My main focus for this episode and podcast is going to be on the patriarchy and on LGBTQ plus oppression Um, although there are many other oppressive systems in the United States. An example of this would be how colonialism created a lot of racial inequality in the United States, but I'm not going to be talking about this because it's not something that I personally experience, and I don't feel like it's my place to educate people on it. So the first thing I'm going to be talking about is what exactly is the patriarchy and why is it bad? The patriarchy is a social class system that ranks men above women in a family or society. There was no single event that the patriarchy arose in a popularized culture. It was noticed throughout history at different times in different cultures. According to jstore.com, the earliest documented social system that resembles the patriarchy dates back to 4000 BC, which is a really long time ago. The patriarchy is an oppressive system because it's ranking people based on something that's out of their control and it's putting people in boxes. The patriarchy has always been an issue in the United States. When British colonizers came to what is now known as the United States, they brought over their religious beliefs, which were rooted in some patriarchal ideals. This created a cultural structure system that still exists today that puts men above women. The patriarchy expects each person in society to follow traditional family roles by having a stay-at-home mom, a dad that works a nine-to-five, and a couple of kids. This system created a lot of LGBTQ plus oppression because the system in the entire United States was based off something that doesn't work and is not inclusive to people who weren't cis or straight. This non-inclusivity in the patriarchy eventually led to a lot of protesting, rioting, planning, and eventually systems being reformed to be more inclusive. Civil rights action has has been taken and is still being taken all over the world, including in the United States for LGBTQ plus equality and women's civil rights equality. There are hundreds of events throughout history that are really great examples for this, but I'm only gonna talk about a few. So there are so many good examples of civil rights action that has been taken for LGBTQ plus equality. Um, So I'm gonna list a few. So the first one is the Stonewall Riots in 1969, um, then the first Pride Parade ever in 1970, the LGBTQ National March in 1979, the AIDS epidemic research protest in 1983, the Pride Parade outside of RNC in 1992, the protest of homophobic hate crimes in 1998, the Marriage Equality Act in 2015, and the Black Trans Lives Matter protests 
in 2020. All of the events that I just mentioned are so important and had so much change created from them, but I really wanted to focus on just two of them, which were the Stonewall Riots in 1969 and the Marriage Equality Act in 2015. So the Stonewall Riots in 1969 were a bunch of riots at a a gay bar in New York City. Um, this bar was called the Stonewall Inn, hence the name Stonewall Riots. And police officers would always go into that gay bar and arrest people just because they were gay for no other reason. And it created a lot of anger from those people because, you know, that was like a safe space for them to be themselves. And they were getting beat up and shot and some of them even died from police officers. Um, so one night, in 1969, it was on uh, June 29th, um, the police officers came to the Stonewall Inn and they started arresting them and using violence. And one person yelled out, somebody do something about this. And then people started rioting. They started fighting back. They were, they were tired of it. So after like weeks of these riots happening um, near the Stonewall Inn, there ended up being police reform. The police officers who were arresting these people, some of them got fired. Um, and eventually... These events led to the legalization of laws that were kind of created just to be non-inclusive to LGBTQ plus people. Um, after the Stonewall riots, instead of rioting every year, people had pride parades. And that's actually what started Pride marches and Pride Month. Um, and overall, it made a huge impact around the world because everybody heard about the riots because it was a huge deal at the time. And, you know, it made other people realize that it was unfair that the, the way they were being treated. And it was a huge deal. And it still is today, which is why I'm talking about it. So the next civil rights action event that's related to LGBTQ plus equality that I want to talk about is the Marriage Equality Act. Now, I was alive when this act was put in place, which was in 2015. And what this Marriage Equality Act was, was same-sex couples were legally allowed to get married throughout the entire United States, which wasn't a thing before. It was a law created state by state. And it was very uncommon, and it really only existed in um, blue states or democratic known states at the time. And it was a huge deal around the world. Like there's photos from that day of people like in front of the Capitol, like waving pride flags and people chanting. Like it was, it was a crazy day throughout history. So I was actually alive when this event took place. I was, I think around 10 years old. And I don't have a huge memory of it, but 
I do remember it, it being a really big deal. And my sister was older and she probably has more experience from it. And I kind of wish that I was more mature when it happened or older so I could kind of understand it more and I could I could actually like understand what, what was happening because, you know, before like a couple of years ago, I never cared about what was happening. I never watched the news. It bored me to death. I didn't even know the difference between like basic political terms. And now I'm like a huge political person. And I really just uh, wish that I was more political and more educated back then. So I would have been able to understand like how big of a deal this was because it took the United States so long compared to other countries to legalize same-sex marriage. So it was a huge deal. So the next thing I'm going to be talking about is some civil rights action events for gender equality or women's civil rights throughout history. So the first one is uh, women, the first women's rights convention in 1848, the National Women's Suffrage Organization was founded. In 1869, uh, women gaining the right to vote in the United States, which was in 1920, the Equal Pay Act in 1963, the Civil Rights Act in 1964, uh, Roe v. Wade um, in 1973, uh, Sandra Day O'Connor in 1981, uh, the Merge Equality Act in 2015, and Kamala Harris becoming the very first female vice president-elect in 2020. I wanted to expand on a couple of these events that I just mentioned. Uh, The first one was the Civil Rights Act, which was an act put in place by the Supreme Court in 1964. This was a huge deal. And basically what it was, it was putting um, civil rights protections and anti-discrimination laws in place that made it illegal to discriminate against somebody for their race, color of their skin, their religion, their sex, and their national origin. Um, so putting um, gender into this, this act, somebody did because they did not want this act to be pushed through. Um, and the opposite actually happened, which was kind of crazy because this was this was seen as like a super progressive like super like crazy thing to do at the time so it was like a huge deal like there's so many photos from like the signing of the act and from like outside of the capitol that day and it was it was crazy um the next thing i wanted to talk about was the roe v wade act um or decision that took place in 1973 This was a huge deal. This was the act that gave women the right to abortion. And this is slightly controversial because it's still a huge debate in the United States and all over the world, but it's still like a huge landmark throughout history. And it had a huge impact on the world because so many women had access to abortion and it was was a huge deal. So that's the the Roe v. Wade decision. So all the events that I just mentioned have created so much reform in the outdated systems that the United States was built off of. And although the United States still does not have full gender equality and full LGBTQ plus equality, 
a lot of progress has been made on it. Like, only a couple years ago, same-sex couples weren't allowed to get married. And only a couple years ago, it was crazy for, like, a woman to, like, wear pants instead of a skirt. And now it's so different. And that's so crazy to me to think about how it was only a couple years ago it was like that. And it makes me excited for the future. And it makes me excited to see the kind of progress we're going to make in just a couple years from now. So that's my take on patriarchy and civil rights action. Um, my name is Reagan Skye, and you're listening to the Teen Talks Politics Podcast.